as SpongeBob once said, <clears throat> I'm home. 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 Hello. You're currently on the phone with KCK. Yep, that's me. Sorry, I started to laugh as I was saying that because <laughs> it's so ridiculous. But if you guys are true SpongeBob fans like I am, you'll know what episode that's from. It's from the episode where he goes to be a jellyfish and he like has to sleep in that cave and he wakes up with leeches all over him. Anyway, SpongeBob is just the greatest the greatest show of all time. And I know people that weren't allowed to watch it because their parents say it makes you stupid, which I don't, I don't know. I mean, look at me now. <laughs> it might have. My mom hated it because of his laugh. Like when he'd do the <laughs> laugh, she'd be in her office. She's like, turn that off. <laughs> I can't stand him. Uh, but I can. I can stand it. It's funny. Um, anyways, but I am really home. Um, as you all, <laughs> I'm sure are aware, I went, I was went to Ireland, and I am now home. Um, yeah, I'm just gonna talk about my trip for a few moments because it's my podcast and I can do whatever I want. <laughs> um, yeah, I I guess I was just unaware of the the uh, layout of the land of Europe. I didn't know that um, England and um ireland and scotland were islands <laughs> i had no idea um maybe is scotland connected to hang on see i still i don't know is ireland connected i know ireland's not um is scotland let me pull up a map map of europe um no, that's not what I want. Okay, here we go. Here we go, here we go. Okay, so Scotland is not an island. Well, I guess technically it is. There's like so many more things up here that I didn't realize. Anyway, I didn't realize Ireland was an island. And I didn't realize that England was an island. <laughs> and I didn't realize that Scotland was attached to England. Um, yeah. And it's they're kind of on their own from Europe, really. Um, it kind of makes sense why they wanted to be their own like thing for that Brexit thing. Uh, I think it makes things more difficult, but and then also, like, a part of Northern Ireland is is still a part of the UK. It's still under British control. And the rest of Ireland, it's its own thing. So, like, in some parts you use pounds, and in some parts you use euros. And I'm just like, that just makes things really confusing. Just, just don't don't do that. <laughs> just come on, England, let it go. You know, I don't. I don't know what you're trying to prove at this point because um, everyone that you have taken control over is pretty much gone their own way, um, and you just sit there with your little palaces and just be rich. Like, is that not enough for you? Um, yeah. So it's really weird, and I asked why. Why? Because, like, um, the tour guide, they talked a lot about the the stress and tension between the separation of Northern Ireland and Ireland. And a lot of the people there wanted to stay part of the United Kingdom. And a lot of people did not. So, it like, it's the people, too. They wanted to be a part of... Um, I don't know, they were, like, loyal to the king and queen or whatever, and they still wanted to be a part of that, which I guess that's fine. I just, it's just, it's, I don't know, it just seems like it's more work than it needs to be, like, and then there, the tour guide was talking that they might start bringing back, like, the, you have to show your passport every time you go through, like, the border of Northern Ireland and Ireland, and they're like, I really hope that doesn't happen, because it's, it's so stressful, like, the island's not very big, and 
We literally drove from one side of the island to the next in like two hours. And I'm like, you could do that in Utah and still be in Utah. Like they're like, I don't know. Everything is like the roads are so small there. The roads are tiny. The biggest car I saw was a Range Rover. Um, there's no SUVs. I didn't see one <laughs> Tahoe or Escalade, like nothing. Um, and I honestly don't think the roads would be able to handle them. I mean, I guess we did drive a huge bus around the city, but the cities, but like the, the country roads are tiny. Um, yeah, it's really, it's really interesting. Like just lots of little cars, like Kias, um, like Ford Fiestas, um, some Volkswagens. But then we went to the Netherlands. We had a, a layover in the Netherlands, Amsterdam for, um, a while, like 18 hours. And so we got a hotel there and went to the Anne Frank couch, which and Frank House. I think that's the way I said couch. And Frank House. And that was really, really cool. I think if you're going to Amsterdam, you really should put that on your list. But I think the tickets sell out pretty fast and you can only buy them online, but they open up six weeks in advance. So if that's something you're you're kinda of wanting to do, I would highly recommend um getting tickets like pretty far in advance because it's a really cool thing to experience um you you get to like walk in the actual like annex or attic or whatever it is like i thought that it would just be behind like a, a glass wall and you could like, just look at it from there you know but you know you walk like in the actual place where they were and like the writings and the pictures are still up on the wall and like you can see where they've marked the height of how the girls like you know how much the girls grew over the couple years they were there and um, sorry, my washer's going off in the background. Um, yeah, it was a really, really cool experience. Really, um, kind of sad. I don't know, surreal. I don't think that's the right word. Um, it's just weird to be in that, in the exact same place as them. And just wondering, like, they weren't, they couldn't move around during the day because below them was, like, an office and a warehouse and they... Like they couldn't use the bathroom or the sinks or anything during the day because the pipes ran through the warehouse and it would, um, it would like, m you know, make noise obviously. And they'd probably wonder where that's coming from and investigate. Um, they say no one really knows why there was a police raid and why they were found. Um, I, I don't know. I'm guessing that someone saw them through a window or something, or maybe someone heard something, um, and and told the police but um yeah they were there for i think a, a couple years um i could be wrong but um anyway it's just really cool to go see and and um just all the little the little steps they took to try and protect their family and how kind of all of them didn't didn't fail but like they tried to immigrate to England and they couldn't do that. And, um, and, uh, he, the, you know, the mom got called to go be, to work somewhere in Germany. And that's when they went into hiding is cause they knew that, that she'd never come back if she went to Germany to work. Um, I think I, if I'm getting this stuff wrong, please tell me, cause this is actually an important subject, but I, like I was there just a few days ago. So, um, I th I think it's pretty accurate the information in my head but um anyway I highly recommend doing that it's like an hour long thing and you <clears throat> walk around with these little like little kind of like house phones like cordless house phones and you scan it in each room and then you listen to him talk and then they have videos and they have um they have videos of her dad actually he's the only one that survived out of the four in the family and um he's the one that found Anne's diary and um brought it into the world and uh so you hear her talk or him talk and you hear like um the guy that owned the building um and and knew they were hiding and like hid them you heard him talk um you heard people that were next to aunt like this lady that lived ne near the concentration camp i guess um like she would bring food to Anne and throw it over the fence and you hear her. It's just really interesting to see all the people that they were able to 
sit down and, and have them talk, you know, but anyway, that was really cool. Um, I wish we could have spent more time there. We got there and it was already dark. It gets dark really early over there, like four, four thirty. I guess it's happening here too, but it's just really weird. And so we didn't get to see anything in the daylight, but it was fun to see all the Christmas lights. Like people in Europe love Christmas decorations. Like if you own a Christmas decoration, um, distribution <laughs> company, you are making a lot of money because the amount of, um, trim and ornaments and lights and everything is crazy. But, um, like the architecture is like kind of like Dutch and it's really cool. Um, the streets there are even more narrow. We seriously saw a car that was probably, I don't, I don't even know how to describe it, but it was, it looked smaller than a smart car. <laughs> they were just driving down the street and they, they could park them on the sidewalks and it was just interesting. I just kept thinking of all the ginormous cars that we have in America and, um, I always like saw on Twitter and stuff, like people are like, why do, why do people need such big cars? Like, I don't understand. And I never got that because just everyone here buys really like small SUVs or huge SUVs or big trucks or like small sports cars. Like they don't usually, I guess there's sedans, but I feel like more people nowadays are buying smaller SUVs just because it's more handy. Like when you go to Costco <laughs> and you want to load up on all this stuff. Um, like they don't have that there. Like there are like no parking lots and no big box stores. And like, there are some obviously in Ireland more so than, than Amsterdam that I saw, but it's just really interesting. And, the, and in Amsterdam, the bikes, oh my gosh, there are so many bikes. The Uber driver we had said there's a million people in the city and there's probably 2 million bikes. And I don't know if he was like joking or like exaggerating, but I would believe him. Like <laughs> there were bikes everywhere. Um, but that's just how people get around. And like some of the streets are like brick or cobblestone still. Um, anyway, that was really cool. I would like to go back to Amsterdam and like experience it more. Um, but, oh, the Amsterdam airport. <laughs> I walked in stunned, like Gucci, Chanel, um, an Hermes store, uh, Bottega Veneta, Valenciaga, which I, I don't know much about them anymore. I don't know if they're, how they're doing after that whole scandal. But, um, yeah, I'm like, what is going on? I feel like they're advertising to the wrong clientele. Like, I feel like the people that buy stuff like this don't fly um, economy. You know what I mean? Like, they're all flying private or something. Maybe there's a private airport in that airport or something. But even then, you don't have to go through the airport. If you fly private, I, I don't, I just don't get it. Like, what am I going to do? Go buy my Birkin bag and then go sit in my, in row 50 in my economy class seat. Like <laughs> it just doesn't make any sense. And then when we got to our gate, they have hardly any places to eat. Um, they have hardly like any really bookstores or magazines, you know, where they sell like, um, convenience store stuff. Um, and I'm like, what? you guys have all these like luxury shopping, but you have no places to eat or anything like that. The airport's nice, but I just thought that was really interesting that they had all those. Anyway, um, back to Ireland. It was really cool. I highly recommend going. Um, we went in the off-season, which I liked probably better than I would have the on-season because um, the bus we had... My cousin's a travel agent. Um, she faced her travel what is it called? Hang on, let me, sorry, Jessica, that I'm butchering <laughs> your, um, company, but let me find out. She just, um, did a rebrand kind of, okay. It's called wander pod travel. Um, and she, yeah, she does. She found this tour. So if you guys are like looking to go someplace or do anything and you don't really want to do the planning and all that stuff, you should really look her up because she's really good at it. She, she called this travel tour or something and told them how many people wanted to go. And they're like, well, do you want to just rent the whole bus? And she's like, sure. And so I think there were 38 of us that went Two people ended up not being able to go the day before, which that would suck. Um, but so there were 38 of us on the bus, but like we all knew each other. There was very few people that didn't really know 
like we kind of knew of each other or, you know, stuff like that. Um, but a lot of it was just our family and people that live in the town that I live in. And it was really fun. Um, and so it's just, I felt like it wasn't that busy. Plus we got to see all the Christmas lights. Um, it was kind of, it was chilly. So we got to wear like winter clothes. Like it was fun to pack outfits for it. Like I, I packed here and I would just take pictures of what I wanted to wear. So when I got there, I could just look at the pictures and pull everything out. Um, we got to see a lot. We went to quite a few different cities. Um, we started in Dublin, which was really cool. Uh, we went to Galway, which is where, <laughs> which is where Ed Sheeran's from. I, I, I feel like I need to lighten up on him. I, I don't, I guess I shouldn't say I hate him <laughs> anymore, but, um, that's where he's from. I think he's very talented. Um, but it's just funny how, how this kind of come back around to me because everyone like always brings up that, Oh, I hate him. Or like when they, um, we stopped at the place where he used to sing on the street and the guy was talking about it and everyone kept looking at me and like making comments. I'm like, okay, you guys, I get it. <laughs> I get it. Um, anyways, that's where he's from. He sings Galway girl, obviously. Um, that, that hotel was one of my favorites. It reminded me of little America in Salt Lake, little America, grand America. Um, it was kind of an older hotel right on the beach. Um, it just felt like a, like a older hotel, like you'd stay in in the olden days. And it was very fancy and very, just really fun. So we went there. We went to, um, where else did we go? We went to Belfast, which is where um, the Titanic was built, actually. I didn't know that. I guess maybe I did in the back of my mind. When I was a kid, I was obsessed with the Titanic, like obsessed. Um, uh, like my friends and I would always talk about how we were going to invent a time machine and go <laughs> tell them they're going to crash into an ice, iceberg. Um, but like I, I bought books at the Scholastic Book Fair. I had one that was like 3D. You put on 3D glasses and look at it. I watched the movie a lot. I just, I love the Titanic. And I follow a guy on TikTok now that talks about it too. So I thought it was just going to be like kind of like a little, a little kind of building and, you know, not much to it, but it was huge. Like it was a massive building. It was like four floors and they had like a ride in there. You sit in it and it's like, has a little cart and it goes down around and does like a little, uh, I don't, I don't, it just shows like what it would be like to be in there while they were building it and how hot it was and them melting the, the beams to like shape it to the shape of the ship. And, like, they use 3 million rivets, I guess is what they call them, which would be, like, bolts or screws. But they had to, like, literally get them so hot and throw them up to the people. And then one person would be on one side holding it and the two people on the other side hitting it with a hammer to, like, bend it so it stayed in place. And they did 3 million of those. They said some people went deaf because of it. Um, but I was just in heaven because seeing all the information that I, I already knew a lot of it, but there was just, there's a lot I didn't know too. Um, so that was cool. That was probably one of my favorite parts. We went to, um, the gift shop while we were there and I bought the heart of the ocean about that. I bought a shirt and I bought, uh, I think I bought a patch to put on my blanket. And what else did I buy? I bought something else. You know, they gave me a bag too. This says Titanic on it. Um, that was cool. I liked Belfast a lot. Um, we went to Londonderry, um, which I don't, there's a show on Netflix called Dairy Girls. Um, and I've heard it's really funny. My brother has told me about it a couple times. That was cool to see. It was like, there's just so much history over there. And like, it's just really interesting. Like they really, the people that were on our tour, like our tour guide and stuff were very knowledgeable and they knew a lot of stuff. And it's like, really hard to keep up with because there was so much to talk about and like they knew all like the kings and queens of the time and then their names and like how long they ruled and all this stuff and it's like i don't know how you guys remember all this but it's a lot to remember it's just interesting to hear um history from another country because you i mean we grew up in america and hearing all the american stuff so it's like kind of you kind of have an idea about a lot of things that happened in america but you know there's still a lot that happened that we don't know of or can't remember in my case. Um, but like, I just feel like there was so much 
in Ireland. Anyway, it was just really cool to hear all their, all of their info. Um, but yeah, so the plane ride was absolutely horrible. <laughs> it's the one over there. I slept pretty much the whole way, but the one back, oh my gosh, it was brutal. It's like 10 hours long. And that's just, that's just so mean to make people sit in those tiny, tiny, tiny chairs with no leg room, a seat that reclines 0.3 centimeters. It's just, it just seems not right. <laughs> if I was an airline, I know it's all about making money. I know that's what America is. It's all about making money. But I just kept thinking if they took out two rows of seats, they could, they could make m more room for people and to be more comfortable. Like the fact that you can't even get up and go use the bathroom or anything without having to make the person next to you move. is just so annoying to me. Like, come on people. Really? Really? And like the, this, these ones had like the Delta suites, like the ones, the beds, the little pods that you can lay down in. There were $7,000. I'm just like, who are these people that can afford these things to fly like this. And like I tell my cousin on the way home from the airport, I'm like, I don't know how people travel like that far all the time, like back and forth, back and forth. Like, it, like <laughs> seriously, I sat in the same spot for 10 hours and I don't want to have to get up and use the bathroom. So I don't like drink any fluids. And then I get so dehydrated and then, like, my legs fall asleep, my knees hurt because I have long legs. It's just, I don't know. I just would rather have happy customers than to make, you know, a few million dollars more a year. And I know that sounds weird to say, but I just would. At the end of the day, if your customers aren't happy, then what does it matter? Like, I don't know. Um, yeah, I just, I have a lot to say about that, but... I just have a goal now to become rich enough that I can fly first class wherever I want because I have very long, daddy long legs, so I need <laughs> I need space. Um, anyway, I, that's all I can really remember about my trip right now. Um, it was really fun. I recommend going. We just did the, the northern part of Ireland, like the middle and up. Um, so it'd be kind of cool to go back and see like the lower parts of it. Um, yeah, it was a lot of fun. Um, I don't know. I, that's like really the first time I've been out of the country, like onto new soil. Um, cause I've obviously been to like Mexico on cruises or, um, or like Canada. I went to Canada this year and it's, it looks the exact same. Like you like go across the border and it's like, Oh, here we go. I mean, obviously lower Mexico where like the beaches and stuff are, the cruises stop is different, but, um, yeah, it was just kind of interesting to go to a whole new country and go through customs and just see the differences between. It's really interesting, like, how some countries are just so different from others. It's like, why why do we all have to have different plugs? Why do we have to have different um, money? Like, it just, I don't know. Like, just the way people do that. Like, why do you have to drive on the other side of the road? Like, who, who came up with that? And then, like, when people went to America, I guess they didn't have cars back then. But it's like, who in America was like, we're not going to do that. We're going to drive on the other side of the road. You know what I mean? I think we drive on the... <clears throat> sorry. I think we drive on the right side of the road, to be honest. Um, it just seems more... Just It just seems to flow better. But I just... There's just a lot of questions. I just have a lot of questions. <laughs> it's like, there's so much to know. And it's like the questions I want answered aren't important at all. I just want to know, like, what is the purpose of all this stuff? But anyway, um, I think that's all for the trip. Trying to think. Oh, we went to Giant's Causeway, which is where all these like cliffs are on the side of like right next to the ocean. That was really, really cool. Um, we like literally climbed up the steps of the like on the along the cliff and then we come out into like just fields and fields of green grass and sheep and cottages and like um we went to a lot of the oldest pubs in ireland <laughs> i think we went to three of them one was the oldest oldest pub in ireland that started in 980 i think or 600 
Then we went to the oldest pub with a thatched roof, which is a roof with like, you know, twigs and sticks. And then we went to another one that was the oldest pub, something. They just really like to be the oldest of old there. So, um, yeah, if you have any questions, let me know. I'll answer them because <laughs> I am an expert now on, on Ireland and, um, in the Netherlands. So, um, yeah, we should talk. Uh, oh, while we were there in Belfast, right across the river from us was a giant, like, IMAX theater. And so we went and saw The Hunger Games, Ballad of Snake. What is it? Snakes and Songbirds or whatever. Um, it was really good. Um, it was uh, kind of gruesome, <laughs> kind of gory. Um yeah, like I covered my eyes a lot. I gasped a lot. I um, was kind of in shock. Um, just very brutal, uh, I should say. But it was really good. Um, I don't know if you guys have seen it or if you care to, but I, I might I might have some spoilers here. I don't know. It's just like the whole time you're like kind of rooting for him. It's like young President Snow. It's like his origin story. And... Um, then you like have to keep thinking like, oh wait, but he's evil. And then you keep thinking like, oh wait, but he's like bad. Like remember what happens in the future. And it's like, you want to root for him, but you don't. And like Lucy Gray is kind of annoying to me, I think. Um, but she's really good also. Um, yeah, it's just kind of cool to see the, the before. And like, he is actually a good person in the beginning of the movie and then you kind of there's a scene where you see him switch and you can like you just see it instantly and that's when he realized like oh like you know he wants to be evil like he's he's changed like there's something different about him um but like there are similarities like um there's there's like rumor or whatever that lucy gray is katniss everdeen's grandma i think or great grandma um because lucy gray sings and the song, the um, IU, IU song, what is it? Strange Things Are Happening, what is it called? Anyways, that song that she sings, and they all kind of sing together, Lucy Gray wrote. Um, there's a couple other songs that Katniss hums or sings along the way. I think the one where Rue was dying, the song that she sang to her, that might be the same song, you guys, I don't really know, but, um, is a song by Lucy Gray. Um in the movie, in this movie, she's like, I'm gonna, I'm gonna go out and cat or cut some Katniss plants or something, or, and so obviously that's Katniss's name. So then you can, then you go back and like see President Snow's face and how like um, triggered he gets by some of the things that Katniss does, and I think it's because he, she reminds him a lot of Lucy Gray, who was kind of like his love interest, I guess you could say, and. Yeah, I'm not going to say any more than that, but um, the movie's really good. And uh, they're just like the the movements that Katniss does and Lucy Gray does are the same. And he just gets very triggered very easily. And now it's kind of fun to know why, because, yeah, we know the behind the scenes. Uh, everyone did a really good job in that movie. Um, Viola Davis was amazing. She was just like, like my cousin Sadie was like, she makes acting look so much fun. Like, her character was so crazy and bizarre that, like, it just looks... She makes it look fun to do. And I don't know the main character's name. And isn't the girl Lucy Zegler? Or Rachel Zegler, I mean, sorry. Um, they did a really good job. I'm not doing really good on my facts, you guys. I'm sorry. <laughs> I, didn't, I didn't really take any notes. I kind of just wrote things down on my list on my phone. But you should go see it. It's really good. I did... I think it kind of dominated the box office. Um, but yeah, uh, let's see. Uh, Paris Hilton had a baby girl. When I first saw it, I thought it was, um, I thought they were just announcing it. But no, she, I think the baby's here. And she named her London, um, which I love because someone's like, she's paying homage to London Tipton. And I love it because obviously Paris Hilton, London Tipton was obviously created after Paris Hilton. Um and because she's like a hotel heiress but um yeah i'm really excited for her and her husband and her little boy her little boy's only i think like what they say nine months old i think um 
So they have two kids under one, which that would be really hard. But obviously they have they have staff and you know, like family and stuff to help them. But um, yeah, that's really exciting because yeah, I, I've always heard, like always, that Paris Hilton is the nicest person in the entire world. Like truly the nicest. And she's never mean to fans. She's never like dismissive when people want pictures. She's never rude. Um it's just interesting to see all that she went through. If you guys haven't seen her documentary, I highly recommend watching it. It's on YouTube. Um, it's sad that it, what happened to her happened in Utah in Provo. Um, you can drive past the school that she, I wouldn't call it a school, um, the horrible, horrible prison that she was put in in, in Utah when she was a teenager. Um, she said She said the way she got out of that was she called, I think she called her mom or wrote to her parents and she said if you do not um let me out right now when i turn 18 i will leave and i will write a tell-all book about everything that's happened and so her parents came and got her that's the way she got out but just to go the stuff she went through in that school to what she is now um she created the whole character of paris hilton while she was in there like she that's how she kind of kept herself sane so like there's the Paris Hilton with the, like the, the baby voice and like the, you know the the soft like low voice and then you hear her talk normally and it's like a normal like it's lower voice, and so like Paris Hilton's obviously a character but she's also herself she's herself playing herself, <laughs> but she kind of created the baby voice and like that kind of hushed tone and like the I don't really know much but she's actually very smart and. She has like, I don't know, I want to say like 25 fragrances. Um, yeah, she just, she's, there's so much that she does. And I love like the kind of the renaissance that she's having the past, I don't know, like five, five or six years. Like she's always famous, obviously, but she kind of is now more and more famous. Um, oh, sorry. Someone texted me. Oh, it's my niece saying she's waiting for the podcast. <laughs> I'm recording it right now, Vanessa. Sorry. Um, anyway, what was I talking about? What was I talking about? I don't know. I just hear, like, even, and even when people, like, she's still so nice to Kim, and they're, like, really good friends, and I think a lot of people in her situation would be bitter, because, like, Kim's obviously the most famous person ever, um, and she was friends with Paris Hilton. People want to say she was her assistant, but I don't. I don't think she was. She... Was she helped organize her closet, <laughs> and for some reason people take that as her assistant. But I think they've kind of just let that happen now. Before they would kind of be like, "No, I wasn't her assistant. Um, I I just helped organize her closets." And now they're kind of like, "So you're Paris Hilton's assistant?" She's like, "Yeah," but she's like, "I learned so much from Paris. Like, I learned how to be around paparazzi. I learned how to like pose on the red carpets. I learned how to." hide from the paparazzi i learned how to answer questions i learned how to do media training like she's like i learned so much just by watching her and that's one of the main reasons that i'm famous today is because um just seeing how she interacted and and you also hear how nice kim is like she's always super nice um and she's never mean to fans she's you just hear everyone that works with her says she's extremely kind and hardworking and polite and um humble so I, yeah, I think it's great when you see huge, mega successful people like those two, um, be just humble and down to earth. And anyway, um, what were we talking about? Her baby, something else. Anyways, you should watch her documentary. I still haven't read her memoir. I'm literally looking at it right now. <laughs> um, but I want to, because I love her. I love, I, I don't, I love books memoirs and biographies and self-help books those are the kind of books i listen or listen to and read um it's really hard for me to get into fiction and stuff like that like i have to be really interested in it um yeah maybe it's just i i'm just dumb and don't like to to create um the characters in my head i actually like seeing movies first and then and then reading the books i just feel like it's easier for me to to picture the characters and then it's like, usually when I do read a book, um, the characters, 
that I've created aren't the ones that are on the screen, which is where I can see where people get mad, but also it's like, it's not that big of a deal. Um, yeah. Speaking of London Tipton though, um, Carrie, what was her name? Carrie, no, no. Kim Rhodes, who played Carrie on Sweet Life of Zack and Cody did an interview recently. And she said, um, there was a point in the show where she was pregnant in real life. And so of course, like, they the writers wanted to make fat jokes which i don't i don't understand that but like like i guess she couldn't have been pregnant in the show that would have been weird (laughs) they'd have to explain a lot um but i guess there was a a line or a scene where dylan um had to make a fat joke about her and he kept skipping over it and finally the producer was like hey you need to say this line. And he's like, no, I'm, I don't treat ladies like that. And I never will. So I'm not saying the line. It's not funny. If you want me to say something funny, then write a funny line. And she's like, they were just like my little protectors. They were very protective of me and very kind to me. And I don't know. I just thought it was really a cool story to tell because yeah, like, I don't understand why the, why people feel the need to, to, I guess back then body shaming wasn't as frowned upon as it is now but still it's kind of like like what he said when you write a funny line i'll say it but she just said um the producer who is not even the one that yells cut it's the director and the producer yelled cut she's like oh this is bad (laughs) but uh anyway frozen turned 10 this year a couple days ago um which is absolutely disgusting because i remember going to see it in theaters and it literally feels like yesterday so the fact that it's 10 years old it's really really hard for me you guys (laughs) it's really really hard um but it's such a good movie it really is um the fact that we only have two i think the third one's in production right now they just announced but two in 10 years is surprising because i think we have like our, our fourth trolls and that came out i don't know six or seven years ago but um yeah as the movie made like over a billion dollars i'm pretty sure it's like one of the greatest things contributing to disney's wallet right you know in the last while i don't know sorry i just keep i can't believe it's been 10 years people are asking me why i have such a hard time with getting older and it's like because i feel like things literally happened yesterday like it's just it's going by so fast and it's so hard for me to wrap my mind around. And I just don't want to be irrelevant to you guys. That's the whole thing. I don't want to be an old person who is trying to look young and <laughs> trying to be young. But then it's like, my cousin Sadie was like, yeah, but because we were talking about this on the trip, um, which I got a compliment. Um, we were sitting next to this couple and they're like, which they actually got engaged on the trip. It was kind of fun. Like we come back on the bus and everyone's like cheering. I was like, what's going on? And she holds up her finger and she got engaged at the the cliffs by the ocean i'm like wow (laughs) it's good for you (laughs) i'm not jealous at all um but the girl was like how old are you i'm like i'm not gonna tell you guys but you can figure it out on your own (laughs) and she's like wow i never thought that you have aged really well i'm like thank you thank you so much do you want me to pay you like i'll pay you any amount of money you want right now because i love when people tell me that um my cousin was like Look at Kim. I feel like she thrived in her 30s and 40s, and she looks the best she's ever looked. And I'm like, yeah, that is true. Then I said something annoying. I was like, yeah, but she's a billionaire. And I'm like, yeah, but she hasn't always been a billionaire. Like, she's just kind of taking care of herself, and I don't necessarily need a billion dollars. I just need more money than I have now. (laughs) So my goal is just to stay youthful and be kind of as healthy as I can and just take care of myself because... I don't know. Everyone keeps saying the 30s are the new 40s, or the 30s are new 20s. And I hope that's true. Um, but I just, I look at these people that are like 20 and 21, 22, and I have to remind myself that I am not that age. <laughs> I am not their age anymore. And it's really hard because I feel like I'm still youthful and young and fun and relevant and know all the terms and whatever of today. But yeah, to them, I'm just probably this old person who's, but Brittany Broski said it, said it good. She's like, it's only cringe if you don't want to change, if you don't want to evolve. Like 
when old people are like, oh, the young generation nowadays don't know. Like, no, like, if you're trying to keep up with the trends and you're trying to, like, change your style and your viewpoints and, and all that kind of stuff, then that's, like, that's fun. Um, it's, it's when people, like, won't change. Like, some people from, like, when I went to school, like, middle school still dress the same as in middle school, which is fine for them. If they want to do that, that's fine. But I am so, 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 so glad I do not dress the same as I did in high school and middle school. Um, I'm very envious of the kids nowadays because of the fashion that they get to wear. Um, but we had better music. I'm sorry to say we just did the, the tens, oh, the late two thousands and the tens, you guys were the best music of all time. And I will stand on that hill and I will die on that hill. Okay. Moving on Elvis Presley's private plane. One of them sold at auction the other day. Um, it would have been his 88th birthday the day it sold. And, um, it sold for $234,000. He bought it for 840000 so depreciated quite a bit. But it's been sitting in the desert for 40 years, so I think that's probably why. It was in Roswell, New Mexico at the airport there for 40 years. And they say it's in pretty good shape, actually. Um, the outside looks pretty hammered because of the sun, obviously. But there's a microwave in there. There's a TV. It fits nine people. The seats are covered in velvet. So the guy that bought it actually restores airplanes and stuff. He said he's going to turn it into an RV, which I don't, I don't get that. And he's going to travel around the world and raise money for charity, which um, is interesting. I don't get that either, but okay. <laughs> um, yeah, I just thought that was interesting that the plane has been sitting there for that long. And someone bought it for that much money. But the it depreciated quite a bit. I wonder if, if jets and stuff are like cars and they depreciate like crazy like when you drive when you drive the jet off the lot does it depreciate a hundred thousand dollars instantly i don't know maybe one day i'll find out and i'll let you guys know um let's see what is on the agenda oh dolly parton has a new album called rockstar i've only heard one song from it no no two there's the one um liar liar <laughs> That one's funny. Um, and then the duet she sings with Miley Cyrus, Wrecking Ball. And I actually listen to it all the time. I listen to it multiple times a day since it came out. But it debuted, her album debuted at number three on the Billboard charts. And it's her highest charting album. I think it's her third top ten album. But it's her highest charting album. Debut album, I guess I should say. Um, ever. And she performed at some football game, I think during Thanksgiving, she came out and she was dressed as a, like a Dallas Cowboys cheerleader. And I'm like, everyone's like shocked by how good her body looks. I think obviously she's wearing like a, like a nude bodysuit underneath the shorts and stuff, but still like she looked really good for 77 and, uh, kind of caused controversy, obviously from men who don't like when women try and do what they want. So, uh, anyone's everyone's like if i looked as good as her at 77 i would dress the same way so <laughs> not like good for her but um yeah Nicki minaj has a new perfume coming out called pink friday 2 it is at um jc penny should we see how much it is it's really weird that it's jc penny it's like you don't really hear a lot from them i i keep waiting for them to file bankruptcy um but they're still trucking along it's, it's one of those companies that was like like Sears back in the day. My grandma always called it pennies. Um, hang on. And uh, like it's kind of a place where everyone went. Oh my gosh, it's already out of... It's already out of stock, you guys. Oh my gosh. She just announced it a couple days ago. Wow. Okay. I think she must have had a... She had a version like this before. It's like her in a in a, her pink wig. And it's obviously called Pink Friday, just like the name of the first album. Um, that really makes me mad because I wanted to buy some. <laughs> wow, good for JCPenney. They've probably never seen that much uh, traffic to their site in a long, long time. They probably like couldn't handle it. Um, anyway, you can't get it if you want it. So keep an eye out for that. I wanted Kim to do a, a sale on Skims too. But she maybe today's Cyber Monday. Should we see if they're doing a sale? 
Let's find out. I already have a tab. I have like 7 million tabs pulled up and um, Skims was one of them. So that was easy to get to. See, like she has a new collection, like a men's um, uh, men's loungewear collection. And I really want them because like when I go to the gym in the mornings now, I like to wear joggers over my gym clothes. And then I just can take them off there when I get there and have my gym clothes underneath already. And then I won't be cold. But like, there's no sale on them. There's no sale on the underwear. There's no sale on the loungewear. Um, it says skims biannual sale. What happened to Cyber Monday, you guys? What's going on? We need to get with the program. But like the stuff she has on sale is weird stuff. And it's like weird colors. See, it's all like women's stuff. Damn the women. Uh, yeah, it's like stuff that I clearly don't need or want. Um, it's kind of a bummer because I really we every year for Christmas we get Christmas pajamas, and now I had to buy mine. My mom says I spend too much money and my taste is too high, so I had to buy my own stuff, my own pajamas. <laughs> um, and so yeah, that's what I was gonna buy for my Christmas pajamas. Now I'll just have to pay full price for it, which is super annoying. But I'm going to get everything. I'm going to get the socks. I'm going to get the underwear. I'm going to get the loungewear. Um, yeah. I'm going to get the sports underwear. I'm going to get the tank tops. I'm going to get it all. I'm going to spend $3,000 on Skims, <laughs> Skims Men line, but, you know, it'll all be worth it. Um, Jennifer Lopez just announced today, well, yesterday, and then she announced it again today. She has like a, a musical experience coming out called This Is Me Now. Um, and it looks like just like a, I don't know, maybe it's like of her life. I don't know much about it. There really wasn't that much detail. Um, but it looks like her, I don't know, why can I not think of how to say this? just her life throughout the years because there's like little girls dancing and then it flashes to her when she's like now dancing and singing so anyways it's called this is me now um it'll be on prime on february 26th so everyone go watch that i feel like everyone's mean to j-lo i don't get why either um especially mariah carey mariah carey's very mean to her she's like i don't know her it's like yes you do come on enough with that bit we're done like that's over that was like so long ago. Come on, let's get with the program. Just promote your real Christmas song and just move on already. But like, I feel like so many people are mean to JLo and they say she can't sing and all this stuff. And it's like, I don't think it's all about how well you can sing. Like, obviously, there are people like Adele and Lady Gaga and like Beyonce who have absolutely incredible voices. But there are also people like Taylor Swift and <clears throat> like Katy Perry and, um, who else? J-Lo, Kesha, like these people that have great voices still, but they just don't have that range of, of Lady Gaga and Adele, but their voices aren't bad. It's like they, they can sing. Oh, that's another thing, you guys, on my trip. <laughs> the first night we got there, we went to this recording studio called Windmill Lane Recordings, recording studio, and um, they let us record a song, and I literally sat in the chair that Lady Gaga sat in to record Born This Way. Like, literally, the same exact spot. I'm sure the chair is different now, but the same exact spot in the same room with the same producer that was there, like, showing us around when she recorded Born This Way. I'm like, is she just as amazing as she is in, like, in real life as she is, you know, in the famous world? He's like, she is so talented and smart and, fun and like, funny and humble and just so talented that it will make you sick like it's just you just look at her and you're just in awe all the time of how talented she is and i'm just like this is this is incredible like david bowie has recorded there at sharon um ellie golding uh who else oh, tons of people u2 records there all the time that's where they record all their stuff um who else has been there niall horan and and then we were walking out the hallway and they have they have um, posters on the wall of like albums that were recorded there, you know, mixed there or something. And we come past this kind of like pillar, and my cousin looks at him points, and she's like, "Casey, look!" 
and I looked, and it was Miley Cyrus's Endless Summer Vacation. I'm like, oh my gosh. I was like, were you here when Miley was here to the guy? He's like, yeah, I was. I'm like, I just, can I be a janitor here? Like, I will literally sweep the floors all day long and, like, pretend to wash the windows and stuff. Like, I just need to be here and see all these famous people. It's just incredible. Um, anyways, I can't believe I forgot to say that, but yeah, that was, that was a cool experience to see and to hear how it all happens and to hear how they mix things and how they come up with things and, and just the talent that comes through that building is just incredible. Um, yeah, what was I talking about before? I got sidetracked. <laughs> um, hang on, I need to go back and listen to see what it was. Oh yeah, sorry, it was about, um, singers and stuff. So anyways, I don't, I don't think it's always about, um, how how good your voice is like obviously obviously you don't want to hear someone bad singing like you don't want to hear me singing like that wouldn't be entertaining but like it's it's about like your your creativity and your artistry and your ability to create to connect with people and fans and kind of like your stage presence and all that stuff like it's not just about the voice um so yeah that's something you guys needed to know and i just told you (laughs) but anyway be nice to JLo because she's I feel like she's one of the hardest working people in Hollywood. Um, the Twilight director said that he would cast if what I saw first was if he casted it nowadays, he would have cast Jacob Elordi and Jenna Ortega as um, Edward and Bella in Twilight. But then I saw this morning it said possible reboot with Jacob Elordi and Jenna Ortega. So. I don't know. Take it as you will. I feel like it hasn't been long enough for them to recreate it, but they just keep recreating everything nowadays. So what's the point? It doesn't matter. Um, let's see. Oh, and Taylor just announced this morning. This is why I like recording the morning of is because a lot happens Sunday night and Monday morning. So I'm usually able to get in like the last bits of information throughout the, um, the weekend. Um, I feel like, I don't know, it seems lazy and irresponsible of me to record so last minute, but I actually like it because um, it's just frustrating when you kind of record and then something comes out you want to talk about and you just, you can't, you really can't do it. It does suck like after I've posted a video or an episode and um, then something happens and I have to wait a whole week to do it. But anyways, I just like... Um, recording the morning of because I'll tell you why Taylor Swift just announced uh, so, so many people thought she was going to announce reputation because today is the anniversary of it um, last night was yeah it was last night was her last show of the year and she starts back up in February um, and so like they're they're going to she's going to announce reputation like all of her all of her dancers have posted black hearts on their recent p- photos um, this and this is happening. She did this dance move that was very similar to the one in the music video of Look What You Made Me Do. Um, just like tons of stuff. And I'm like, you guys, you guys don't understand what's happening. You can't, we can't. She just barely released 1989. And she's kind of done what she did with Fearless. She kind of just dropped it and left and like did not give one shit about it. Um, no music videos for Fearless. Uh, no music videos for 1989 as of right now. Um <laughs> It's just kind of, I feel like she's going way too fast. And I know it's obviously been years, a couple years that it's been drawn out, but you guys, this is what's going to happen. She is going to release the rest of her albums, and then she's going to go into hiding for about five years. And if this doesn't happen, I will be very, very, very shocked. Because she's going to go into hiding, and she's going to have a family. She's going to have babies, and she's going to want to take a break for a minute and count her billions of dollars. That's just what's going to happen. And she can't do that to us. She cannot leave us like that. She's our lifeline. Um, but I'm like, you guys, we need to savor the moments. Reputation needs its own year, entire year just to itself. You guys, I don't, I, I can't express that enough. We need something each new each month from your reputation. She should do like stuff leading up to it. And then like July release reputation. And then after that, release music videos every month from Reputation until the end of the year. That's my opinion. Reputation, it just needs its own 
whole year. It needs its own thing. Everyone's like, why don't you want it to come out? I'm like, because it's so soon to 1989. Like, we can't have that happen, you guys. We can't. Anyways, but she did announce this morning that um, uh, the Eras Tour movie will be streaming. She did not say where it would be streaming. She said you could rent it. So, I don't know. I, I guess... That's a smart move because obviously people are going to rent it and you'll probably get more money that way. I'm sorry, the wheels are just turning in my head. The capitalism wheels are <laughs> spinning rapidly in my head right now. I just don't know why she would say rent. Um, that's annoying. I don't like renting things. I don't like renting movies and stuff. Um, I like, I would just rather buy the movie. You know what I mean? Because um, some of them to rent, it's like $15 or something, and you only get 48 hours. And I'm like, I would rather just pay like 10 more dollars and have the movie forever than not, than just to pay it for that short amount of time. Plus, it's like you do that, and then they release them on streaming services, anyways. And so, like, so are we supposed to buy movies still? Or are we supposed to stream them? I don't, it's so confusing. So, anyways, it doesn't sound like she's going to release it on Netflix or Hulu or anything like that. Um, I don't know if she will on Netflix because of that whole Ginny and Georgia TV show that made fun of her, um, and she called them out on it. So I don't know if she's ever going to work on Netflix again. Um, we'll see. But yeah, apparently we have to rent it. So get ready for that. I will be renting. My cousin Georgie has never seen it, so I've got to sit down and watch it. But she said The Archer, which I I like the song. It's a great song. It, I just don't like it. I think it's too slow. I think it is it it needs to be sped up just a tiny little bit. It's just too it just drags on, I think. Um that was probably my least favorite song of hers. I think I've said that before, but that's probably the one I don't like the most. Um that'll be on cuz she cut it in the in the theater version. Um while the streams will be on it and Long Live will be on it, which is great because Long Live was so good. Um and so that'll be fun. It'll be probably an extra Oh, I don't know, 20 minutes probably added on to it. Is that right? Is my math mathing? Maybe 15 minutes. Anyway, um, yeah, so watch out for that. So the time difference from here to Ireland is like seven hours. There's seven hours ahead of us. And so when we got here, I didn't I hardly slept at all on the plane, maybe a couple hours, but it was like really restless sleep. Plus I ate a whole bag of gummy bears on an empty stomach. And I don't know why I do that. I do that all the time. And I know it makes me sick, like it makes me nauseous, but I still do it, you guys. And I don't know why. And I did it on the airplane yesterday. And I'm like, why did I do that? I was so nauseous. I was so sick. I'm like, I'm like, I cannot throw up. Please don't please like anything. So finally I was able to sleep and then I woke up and I felt fine. Um, I don't know why I told you that, but, uh, so me, my cousin, and I got home yesterday. We literally sat down. We watched Real Housewives of Salt Lake. Oh, I forgot to talk about that. Maybe I'll hurry and talk about it at the end. Um, we watched a couple episodes of Reba. That's the show we're watching right now, kind of to unwind every night. And then we look at each other, and I'm like, I, I gotta go to bed. It was like, it was like four thirty, and um, so we watched another episode of Reba. Then we got up, and I went and showered, and I came up, and Georgie was already in bed, and I was like, Yeah, I'm gonna go to bed. So I literally went to bed at like six o'clock. And at 2.45, my eyes bolted open. Like, seriously, it was, like, wide awake, like Katy Perry said. And um, I literally got up. I started I started a fire. I went and washed my sheets. I did, like, four loads of laundry. I decorated the Christmas tree. I um, unpacked my suitcases. I repacked my, you know, my backpack I take with me every day. Um, I had breakfast. I know I'm recording this episode. Like, I have so much energy. <laughs> like so weird i literally instantly i just got up and started getting stuff done but that's nice i'm not complaining i wish i like that every day i told myself in ireland though i'm like i just gotta start doing stuff like i can't be like oh i don't feel like it today or oh i'm just a little too tired I'm like no i i've done that for far too long and look i'm just sitting in a room stacked with stuff <laughs> like i've got to i've got to just start getting like my putting my head down and working because things are just piling up. Um, yeah, I don't know what the name of this episode is either. What should it, what should I title it? Um, what should I title it? I don't even know. 
I, usually I'm really good at captions and and titles and stuff like that, but I am drawing a blank on this one. Anyway, we watched Real Housewives of Salt Lake, um, and it's it's so good. So actually, the if you haven't watched it, um, if you have watched it, the scene where they go and and um, have the pioneer dinner is actually the place my one of my really good friends got married, and I'm like I know that place, and it's really nice. But like, it's just kind of fun to see them like where literally I was standing. Um, but like they do pioneer games, like they make Heather make some put these bonnets on and these like skirts, and she's like the first activity is churning butter, and she's like, okay, we have to shake these bottles for at least six minutes to make the butter, and she's like, okay, we're we're done, and Heather or Meredith's like, um, no, I don't see any butter, like so throughout the whole episode, she is still churning the butter, she's still shaking that bottle, like literally Heather or. Monica and Lisa are yelling and screaming at each other, and you just pan to Meredith, and she's still shaking that bottle, like, churning the butter. They all, it's so funny. Um, and then there was a scene, there was a part where Angie wanted them to be quiet, so she smashed a glass on the ground, which I found very interesting, and they kind of just moved on from it. They, like, none of them were like, that was weird. They just, like, yeah. And then Heather, no, sorry, I don't know why I keep saying that. Lisa... And Monica got into it again because Monica said she'd throw her. Or, oh my God, sorry, you guys. Lisa said she'd throw her off her wagon if if the wagon was too heavy, and they needed to let one person off the wagon, which obviously that's going to cause drama. Like that, that's just how it was going to be. She's like, I I throw off the nastiest, meanest person, and that would be Monica. And so then Monica starts yelling at her, and and then they all start yelling at Monica because Monica's yelling at Lisa. And, um, I don't know, Monica starts crying and her whole mood shifts and she just like sits there and doesn't want to participate and is just kind of like pouting and she's like, you guys, like what happened, Monica? And she's like, you guys killed the old Monica. She's dead. Like Taylor Swift, she's dead. <laughs> Lisa's like, what? <laughs> what that she does? And Lisa actually gets up and goes over to, to Monica and says, hey, I just want to let you know that I believe that your mom is not nice to you and I shouldn't judge what I saw based off one interaction of your mom being nice to you. And I like, I believe you. I'm sorry. And she says, I appreciate that. And she says, I'm sorry for calling you ugly. <laughs> I didn't mean that. Um, but then she's still sad and like, they're trying to plan this trip to Bermuda because of Monica. Cause she's like, I spent my summers in Bermuda. And so her and Heather are like planning this little game to tell them that they're all going to Bermuda and she like won't participate. And it's just really weird. Like, I don't understand. Um, yeah. But, uh, I will say, um, Angie's hair looks really good. This, this episode. Um, obviously she knows how to do hair cause she's a, a stylist and owns salons but like she her hair is lighter it's like a lighter brown and it looks really good um yeah i just thought i'd throw that in there because she still wears the big old ugly sunglasses that i can't stand but she does have very good hair and some of her outfits are pretty good some of them are like uh, i don't i don't know why you're wearing that but um yeah i and also meredith and um Seth have a podcast and I want to listen to it because I thought it would kind of die out, but they keep showing it every episode. So they have an episode with Mo or, um, Whitney and uh, Justin. So I want to listen to that one, but I think they all have podcasts. Honestly, I think Heather has one. I think Whitney has one. Now Meredith has one. Um, so I guess that's not all of them, but half the cast. Um, anyway, but the next episode is supposedly about um, it's like the, when they release the trailer of Heather, like on the phone, she's like, are you kidding me? And she like slams the door and she's like, you guys get out, like literally get out. I'm shaking right now. It was like so dramatic, but someone's like, this is, um, rumor has it, uh, this is when Heather finds out that Monica has not paid her payments at beauty lab and she's come in under different names and gotten different procedures. And I'm like, yeah, I feel like that was pretty obvious. Like, this is old news. <laughs> Why are you posting it now? Like, you're just um, showing it to the world. I just thought that was interesting. They, like, they're they were breaking the news on this thing that people have known about for at least over a month now, I feel like. I don't know. So, 
it should be interesting. Apparently, none of the ladies like Monica at this point. Um, so the reunion should be really good. And I guess people are, uh, some of the housewives are pissed because usually the first years, it sounds like Harry Potter, they sit at the end of the couches of the reunion. And this time, Monica is right next to Andy. Like the favorites are right next to Andy usually. And so the fact that Monica is right next to Andy is really making people mad. And I can't wait to see it. And yeah, let the lawsuits begin. That's the name of the title, you guys, right there. I just came up with it on my own because obviously Heather and Monica are suing each other. So see, it just comes to me. It's just, I'm just so creative and a creative genius. <laughs> but that was actually pretty good. I'm very proud of myself. Um, anyway. Yeah, maybe I'll end on that too. Thanks for listening. Sorry, it's like kind of all over the place. If you want to know about my trip, let me know and I'll talk about it. Um, yeah, I, it's a little later than I usually post, but I was kind of on a roll with cleaning and stuff. I did not want to stop. So yeah, let the lawsuits begin. Thank you for listening and please review and rate this podcast because it helps me a lot and follow me on Instagram at Casey underscore K and at on the phone with Casey K and thank you so much and like all my stuff and bye.